Hi, I'm Sean Clark, and today I'm on Phantasm Podcast. Welcome to Horror's Holograms. Gore Gore Christ Phantasm Podcast, we have Repeat Offender. It's been a long time since we had you on the show. We have Sean Clark. How you doing, man? Oh, uh, just dandy. <laughs> Last we spoke in person was at uh, at Texas Frightmare. I guess we'll talk a little bit about that first. How was your experience this year? At Texas Frightmare? Yeah. Yeah, for US. sure. I was pretty. Or in, or in the world, I mean, all the good horror cons are in the U.S. To be honest with you, but yeah, um, yeah so I, I guess they get they get to have that title of one of the best in the world, right? So. Yeah, it was huge. You know, even uh, normally for average convention goers, you know, Friday isn't as busy as Saturday, as they say, but. I couldn't tell the difference that uh, Texas Frightmare was busy the whole time. It was nuts. Yeah, it was slammed in there, man. It's, you know, um, it's definitely, you know, he could definitely move it to a bigger venue, but, yeah. you know, I, I think, I think it's like perfect the way it is. I mean, it really, uh, yeah, I, I, enjoyed think, it. Move, I think moving it would, would actually hurt the show. Yeah, I think so uh, too. It was laid out pretty well and it's, everything was, easy to find and um you know this is our first time going so it was uh great show it was amazing you know and uh they had all the jasons this year and and clive of course was was huge so that was you know it was a lot of fun it was definitely probably one of the best cons i've ever been to you know as far as overall just everything Yeah. But, you know, but, you know, even if it's just one a year, I mean, it's, it's so good. It's so good every year. Yeah, it's worth it for sure. Yeah. And, um, let's, let's say something about that. Oh, yeah, I think it's August 5th they're going to do some announcements and uh, have all that stuff for the next year's Texas Frightmare, so you can go ahead and save the date for that because they're going to have the hotels and stuff ready to book and all that so that's going to be cool be on the lookout for that um, yeah. the big thing to talk about here is Horror Hound Weekend August 24th through the 26th in Indianapolis um, which will be our first Horror Hound so that's oh, nice. yeah it's going to be exciting it's 
seems to be pretty uh really big this year it's always one i wanted to catch so it's cool he gets to work out this time yeah it's uh it's it's kind of exciting for me this year just because i've been i've gone to the whorehound convention since the very first one yeah which i think was 2006 or something yeah i think so seven six or seven i don't Mm -hmm. remember Yeah. Uh, this is the very first time they're moving it to a bigger venue. Yeah, to the um, JW from which, the downtown, yeah. Yeah, which is, it's exciting and scary at the same time, <laughs> because, I mean, they definitely need the space. I mean, especially with this lineup they're rolling out right now. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, it, it's going to be nuts, and they're not done. I mean, I, I personally have another, I think, clients they haven't even announced yet wow um and one of them i think is going to go over huge nobody yeah. knows about is a first timer uh, uh yeah they mentioned I, it but they didn't say who yet so yeah it's uh i think people are gonna i think people the hardcore horror fans are going to be really excited about this one awesome. this is a guy i've been working on for several years uh and finally convinced him to try it <laughs> and Amazing. So, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, they got, um, you know, they, they threw Bruce Campbell out there and Robert England pretty early and, you know, Peter Weller, who unfortunately had to cancel for work. Um, yeah. But then, you know, more recently they added, you know, Kiefer and uh, Jason Patrick, and that was just insane, you know. I don't think anybody expected yeah. that big of a drop, you know, so, you know, close to the convention, so... That was pretty crazy. Yeah, the, the key for announcement was pretty exciting, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, I was yeah. on my phone waiting for it to, the photo ops to come up, you know, because one of them, the Saturday one's already sold out, so there's still the, the duos, the Lost Boys, so that's cool. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, people got to get on that if you're wanting to get your photo ops because they'll go. Um, haven't seen the autograph, the, they were talking about doing pre-autographs too for him, um, but I haven't seen anything yet. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about that one, but uh, yeah, it's going to be an exciting show. I mean, they moved from, I believe, their old location was fifty-five thousand square foot. Yeah. Um, to I believe this one has one hundred and ten thousand square feet. Wow. So it's quite a jump up. Oh yeah. So. Looks nice too. It's you know wouldn't probably wouldn't ever go to the hotel otherwise. So it's, it looks really nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, I, another thing that I guess is a good thing is closer to the airport than the other location was, which yeah. is nice. From and up. you know, I, I guess the one thing one thing that's always kind of a bummer about a convention moving is you get used to a certain place and it kind of becomes nostalgic and you kind of want to go back always went to right it almost feels like a second home or something where it's you know yeah you know where everything is and you know you have your little hangout spots and you know yeah and that's what you know i mean that's that's why i think a show like texas fright now or even monster mania i know there was a lot of talk after the last show was so packed that 
people are saying they need to move to a bigger place, but it's like, you know what? If, if you're content as a promoter yeah. with that success, I mean, it's like, why would you risk moving it yeah. to something that could potentially, you know, it could, it could, uh, it could drop off. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's a risk. I mean, move, yeah. uh, horror hour moving it is a risk, but, uh, the big risk would be if you didn't have a good lineup. You right, know, right. And you pull in the lineup they're pulling in. <laughs> it, I think I think it's a sure thing right. now. You know, um, but when they first had to make this decision, which was quite a you know quite a while ago, I remember having many conversations with Nathan about it, and it was like, dude, you know, you, I, I straight up told him, I go, you need to come out guns blazing because yeah. you know, it, it, you, I've seen it happen to so many shows that have moved locations and their attendance just dropped drastically just because people I don't know they get turned off by it it's it's, it's weird um, yeah. there's one particular show that I'm not going to say who they are but there's one particular show that has moved so much that I think it's pretty much killed the show right. you know I mean they just keep moving I don't know if it's because the hotels keep checking them out I, I'm not exactly sure what what the real reason is behind it, right? But but it's affected the show every year because they keep moving it, and people want some familiar familiarity, you know. Yeah, so. especially if they're booking the hotel and stuff, you know, and, and the areas, and if you're from out of town and all this, a lot of people, you know, most people are, you know, they they want something familiar to to go to every time, and it becomes more of like a like a routine like that's people's vacation or something you know they want to go back exactly. to that spot and if they have to go to a different place it's like well maybe this is not you know what we're looking for or you know they have different policies or I mean who knows based on yeah. you know everybody's different but a lot of creatures of habit so it's yeah exactly it's, it, it's totally creatures of habit it's nostalgia yeah and uh, I mean I remember when I first started going to conventions like when you know we're talking late 80s yeah and uh you know this is back when there was really like maybe one or two or three horror conventions right total in the u.s you know and there was a fangoria weekend of horrors that happened once a year in la right and it became that was our that was our thing man once a year we planned it it was like christmas for us (laughs) and i remember it just became our thing and then one year like in the 90s they moved the they moved it and we were so bummed I just remember we were all like are you kidding me they're moving it yeah. and it was you know it's just it was like holy you know you have your routine oh we're gonna go have dinner here we're gonna go over there yeah, exactly. and, you know and you get used to it and then you know it has nothing to do with the show whatsoever yeah. but it doesn't affect the show in the slightest but in your mind you're like oh this is what I wanted to do I have I was looking forward to that but right. anyway I have a feeling this is going to be a positive move. I have a feeling people are going to really dig this new place and its surroundings, and I just think it's going to help this particular show grow. Yeah, um, very well can. You know, but the lineup so, it's got, you know, it's uh, it's a probably one of the best lineups I think I've seen in a long time from any convention, and it's you know. Very strong, and, and I think this one's going to go. And over it's got really a lot of good variety to the to this particular line. Yeah, too. it really does. Um, yeah. You know, it's like it's not just uh, lately. 
you know, certain shows, I mostly ones I don't actually work with. Right. I look at some of the guest lists, and it's like they keep bringing the same people back over and over again, and yeah. then they're peppering in these people that just don't fit. It's just like, <laughs> what does that have to? What does that have to do with horror? You know, I know that people are, you know, and, and that, every show kind of does it a little bit. You know, they'll still rock star or yeah. whatever but it's kind of like sometimes it starts to look like wow that, that it's kind of looking like that's the only people you can get you know what I mean <laughs> yeah I know exactly <laughs> like, what you're talking about I really do <laughs> yeah so it's like um, you know I don't think certain shows really put a lot of thought into what works together and like, thinking about packages or oh yeah or, like reunions or you know or just you know trying to have a nice variety for everybody sure. who's in the different parts of the genre you know yeah that's why uh, so. Horror Hound is so interesting because you got so many different things going I mean you have the, the Lost Boys uh, with Jason Patrick and Kiefer Sutherland but then you got Blue Diamond Phillips so you got the Young Guns which is amazing you know with him and Kiefer yeah. and then you got a you got Nick Castle, who's, you know, that's incredible in and of itself, you know, Michael Myers, and then you got Lance Guest and everything, and they they got a, a Last Starfighter, it's incredible, you know, um, so yeah. stuff like that is really cool, and, you know, one of my favorite things I saw at Texas Frightmare was the, the It panel, it was so funny, you know, the, yeah. the kids were all great, and it was a really good panel, so I'm excited that they're all back at, you know, uh, Horror Hound, so I'll probably... That's a panel to check out because they were a lot of fun in uh, Texas, mm-hmm. and that's another good photo op. Yeah, Lloyd, too. Yeah. Lloyd's good at, at, at he's good at putting together good guest lists. Oh yeah, um, he, he always has a good variety. He's a strong variety. And you're right; a lot of them it seems like they throw in the same stuff, and then the stuff that's there is like, yeah, you know, typical things. Yeah. But I think. Um, when you really have a I mean, thought hey, lineup, you know. You gotta have your staples. Sure. I mean, you know, there's there's certain guys that, you know, we see all the time on the circuit, but they're draws. They're still draws. Yeah. And, uh, that makes sense. And and it and it's cool. You know, it's cool to, you know, throw them in there, but then when you're building the whole show around them, yes. it's like and these guys are like you see you guys everywhere. It's like, you <laughs> know, you need something you need something that's gonna make us go, Whoa, you know. For someone that makes you go whoa, you know, yeah, that makes um, you buy a plane ticket and book a hotel and you know <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, so. I mean, it's like you know, um, it, and right now we're in a different climate in this industry because yeah. all these bigger stars are starting to jump into this because, quite frankly, the film and television industry isn't paying what it used to. Yeah, uh, because it's getting diluted because there's so much content. They're yeah. streaming all, all this streaming content and everything. A ten thousand friggin' channels. Yeah, they're not they're not paying these guys what they used to. Those people can so, sit at home and watch it, and you know, even before sales, you know, like physical media is released, you know, they put it out on digital yeah. like a month early, so you don't even have to leave I, the house, you know. And physical media days are numbered. You know, I mean, I think in horror, it's a better place, honestly, because of the the resurgence of, uh, you know, the for the collector anyway, is you know, like Shout Factory and Arrow and you know, Synapse and and 
all those guys. The problem with that is those collectors are getting older. Yeah. And eventually they're going to die off. <laughs> and and the, the next generation that comes up, I mean, dude, you talk to a kid who's somebody who's under 20 years old nowadays. Yeah. They wouldn't even ever consider buying a DVD or a Blu-ray right. or a CD. Are you kidding me? What? <laughs> you know? See, I I mean, I'm fairly young, but I still do all that because you know I, I grew up with at least VHS, and I remember when DVD first came around, and that was huge at the time. You know, and so I was still in that era of media, so I always already had it. But for somebody like you said, younger than than I am, somebody that's under twenty, you know, yeah. that would be a little different for them because they didn't really have to. They didn't have long where they had to deal with it or anything, you know, or appreciate it as much. Yeah. I mean, the collector mentality is dying. You yeah. know, it just is. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, in, in as far as this, this type of thing, you know, films. Yeah. Films and music. I mean, films and music, it's, I mean, really, what's, you know, right now, who'd ever thought, if you were to say 10 years ago, that vinyl would be outselling every other music media yeah that's insane 2018 you know what I mean yeah and, and, and the only reason it is is because uh, you know it's it's a retro thing it's yeah. a it's a collector thing it's it. unfortunately it's a little bit of a phase uh, yeah, that, yeah I mean I hope it lasts um, because I've been a vinyl collector my whole life I, I love the resurgence yeah I do too um, but uh, at the same time you know the prices have gotten ridiculous. Yeah. And the reason the prices are ridiculous is because when these companies started putting out vinyl again, there was only like two plants left in the entire world yeah. that printed vinyl. It's crazy. So it got to be such a hot commodity that they were able to raise the prices to, you know, 30 bucks a record. Right. Well, well now all these vinyl factories are popping up, you know, they're reopening them, and, and you know, because everybody's making vinyl now, Yeah. but yet the prices aren't going down, <laughs> yeah. so the people are paying it, so why drop the prices, you know? And they're making more intricate uh, packages that are pretty expensive, too, if you're a, another collector's deal, you know. Um, that's true. I mean, I, when I was a kid, you know, seven ninety nine for a record, you know? Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's like, but anyway... Going off on a tangent. No, you're fine. This is cool. Um, did you keep up with San Diego Comic Con? Did you attend that? No, no. Um, the last thing I want to do on my only weekend off is go to a convention. <laughs> yeah, um, I can imagine. So I actually enjoyed this weekend. Good, um, good, good, good. Went to a couple concerts. Uh, you last saw the night. what? Uh, Psychedelic Furs, didn't you? Yeah, I went and saw X and the Psychedelic Furs on Thursday night. It's awesome. Um, uh, went and saw Quicksand Friday night. Hell yeah. Um, uh, last night was actually, oddly enough, my 30th high school reunion. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which was a trip. <laughs> uh, I, so, so I did that and went and reminisced uh, with a bunch of old friends. Um, and tonight I'm going to... Uh, going to see uh, I want to see another comedian Jim Gaffigan oh I love Jim Gaffigan yeah going to see him tonight he was Colonel Sanders for a little while that was really hilarious oh yeah that's right 
I think he was one of the first when they started doing that, where they were changing up the colonels every time. And yeah, when I used to do stand up, people was always like, "Oh, you're like Jim Gaffigan." And I was like, "That's flattering, but I don't like to be compared to another comedian." But that's cool, you know. Jim's Jim's cool. He's really funny. He's got a good persona. Yeah. So doing that tonight, and then uh, actually tomorrow, Nathan and Trevor from Horror Hound are driving down from San Diego. They're in San Diego covering the Comic Con for the magazine. Awesome. And then they're driving here and staying with me for a couple of days. And we have to go uh, have a few meetings. Uh, go check out the. the um, Nathan's never seen the. The convention center uh, in Pasadena, where we're doing the Halloween convention. Oh yeah, that's so. That's going to be awesome. So we got to go there and do a walkthrough of the uh, of the uh, convention center. Sweet. Got to have a a, a uh, meeting with Malik Akkad at Trancus, going over stuff for the convention. Right. Um, so a lot of business crap the next two days. <laughs> try to them, maybe try to squeeze in a little fun stuff while they're here. Right. But. Uh, and then they leave back to Indianapolis on, or back to Ohio rather on yeah. uh, Wednesday, and I leave to London for London Film and Comic Con. Oh wow! Now who's going to be yeah. at that? Dude, that guest list is nuts. I, bet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they just announced Sam Neill yesterday. Holy shit! That's awesome. Yeah, which is that's an awesome one. I'm pretty stoked about that. Was well, um, it you? Did you meet Jeff Goldblum? recently yeah how yeah. was that he's awesome I bet he's he's super cool I um, saw that and I shit an egg roll I was like that is one of the coolest pictures on the internet right now <laughs> <laughs> I was like you better jump yeah. album that's cool <laughs> um, yeah there's actually I don't know if you saw it on the internet but they, there was a I don't know it just kind of popped up on my feed apparently in London there is a giant Jeff Goldblum statue. I saw that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I'm definitely going to go take a picture in front of it. <laughs> oh, you got to. <laughs> I mean, that, that's too amazing. I mean, this would just be like fantasy, but could you imagine if it was you and Sam Neill with the statue? You know, I, <laughs> when, I, when I meet Sam, I'm definitely going to say, bro, you need to go take a picture in front of that statue. Yeah, yeah. at least it needs to be on the internet. You know, even if you're not in it or you take the picture, you know, that's just like a missed opportunity if that doesn't happen. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how long that thing is going to be there for. It's clearly not permanent. But, right. Um, that's pretty, pretty amazing. And just since I happen to be going this week, I figured uh, I got definitely got to grab a photo before it's gone. Oh yeah. Let's see who else is going to be at that uh, London Comic Con. Um, I'm bringing uh, Meatloaf. Wow, awesome. Uh, Nick Castle, Lance Guest, uh, Catherine Mary Stewart, Paul Taylor's new pinhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Very nice guy. John, Johnny Whitworth, uh, who is uh, from Empire Records and the 100. And, awesome. Uh, let's see, Tom Atkins. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dr. Chow. Adrian Barbeau. She's, she's amazing. Uh, and then a couple uh, of the trash people from Walking Dead, Sabrina, uh, Jennerino, and uh, Thomas Francis Murphy. They were the they were kind of like the two right hand people of Jadis on yeah. Walking 
awesome. So, yeah. So that's who I'm bringing as far as other guests. I mean, they, they have, it's just a crazy lineup. I mean, I can't remember off the top of my head. All I can think of is Sam Neill. It's like, uh, gotta meet Sam Neill. Yeah. I was trying like crazy to get a hold of him when we were working on the In the Mouth of Madness Blu-ray. And it's like, yeah. now, now, of course, I'm going to be able to meet the guy that literally <laughs> got the Blu-ray in the mail yesterday. So like, okay, great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, to seeing that, uh, how that turned out. Yeah, um, it turned out good. I mean, our, I, I'm pretty proud of the Horizontal Grounds episode we did, and awesome. then all the uh, all the um, interview stuff. Uh, I think turned out really good too. So sweet. What are some of the other um, Screen Factory stuff you've been working on that you can talk about? Uh, well, uh, someone's watching me, yep. which is also Oscar coming out. We did uh, a Horizontal Grounds episode for that, and we did the bonus features for that. Awesome. Um, I'm working on currently three other Scream type Scream Factory releases. Only one of which has been announced. They just announced at Comic Con this weekend, so I can I can say I'm working on Starman. That's cool. So, yeah. Was... Don't know what we're doing on it yet, because uh, we we haven't really done anything on it yet right. <laughs> we're we're trying you know we're yeah. trying like crazy to get in touch with Jeff uh, Jeff Bridges that'd oh, be amazing yeah. that'd be cool um but uh you know it's that's one thing that's tough about this kind of stuff is unless you have a direct contact mm-hmm. you know I'm sure when I when I see Sam Neill in London and I tell him mm-hmm. I was trying like crazy to get in touch with you for this he probably is gonna say oh I would've totally done that yeah try to get guests for the podcast it's a similar thing you know they're like how many it it translates more to how many hits do you get on your stuff or you know how many fans listen a week or whatever you know unless they are making money the person who's talking to you on the phone unless they're making money they don't give a shit yeah that's unfortunate but I mean I get it it's business what they gotta do you know yeah that's what they so. are gonna do, regardless. So. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's the way it goes usually. Um, so I was happy about the critters announcement. I think that's pretty badass. Yeah, um, there is a chance. There is a chance I might be working on that a little bit. Oh, it's crazy. Uh, um. Because uh, one of my friends is doing all the bonus features for it, Sweet. so there's been some talk about us possibly doing something for it. That's all I can say. That'd be really you cool. Probably, probably figure out what that something is. But yes, yes, I, can't I can. Tell you what that is. <laughs> <laughs> but we're talking about it. So awesome. I we'll um, look forward to it. It really comes down to time. Oh, um, I, oh yeah. Time is something I really don't have much of right now. 
You seem to be a very busy man. Yeah, I'm on the road constantly, and it just, you know, it, it gets to the point where you're really only home Tuesday and Wednesday every week, and then you're gone. Yeah. You know, because it's, it's pretty much like Thursday, leave, you know, you'd leave somewhere to, <laughs> for a Friday, Saturday, Sunday show, mm-hmm. and then you return Monday night, so yeah. you have Tuesday, Wednesday. That's right. kind of it, you know. And it's kind of a pattern that I've been following lately, and that really kicks in the gear again next month. Um, oh, yeah. Your condition. Well, actually, <laughs> it kicks in the gear this Wednesday. You know, yeah. I, I basically start on a five weekends in a row of convulsions. So. Wow. Now, I wanted to ask you about this, because, you know, this is my first horror hound. Uh, talk about Mask Fest. Is that also during the convention? It's like not like a separate thing or is it no it's, it's part of the convention okay and it's basically uh, well I can't say exactly how it's going to be laid out at this show because it's a new venue but sure. the way it was done before was it was a completely separate ballroom yeah uh, that was dedicated to mask type you know special effects makeup mask vendors and stuff and guests awesome um but it's not a separate admission or anything. It's right. all part of the show. I, I, that's what I thought, but I've never yeah. been, and it was, you know, it looks really cool. It's like almost like a separate thing as far as when you go look up the the guests and stuff for, you know, Tom Savini and, you know, a lot of the vendors and stuff that I've seen at some of the other cons that, you know, these special effects artists that make some amazing looking masks and stuff. So I'm definitely going to check that yeah. out. Yeah, Chris, Chris Nelson is kind of, the, I think, the guest of honor for the Mask Fest. Yeah, he's the Academy Award-winning special effects artist that you know won it for uh, Suicide Squad. Yep, and, and just did the new Halloween. Yeah, that's uh, going to be so awesome. So I'm, I'm excited sure for people that. are going to be bugging him all weekend. I believe <laughs> he's going to bring one of the screen-used uh, Myers masks to oh, the show. Oh, well. so cool! Yeah, definitely be on the lookout yeah, so for that. Um, I also want to talk about the the H forty thing. Uh, talk a little bit mm-hmm. about that. What do you want to know? <laughs> Everything. It's already been announced. I mean, there's actually a lot of guest announcements that have popped up on there, and uh, yeah, you know, the, it's um, I I put on the twenty fifth, the thirtieth, and the thirty fifth convention. Awesome. Um, and uh, it was those were a lot of work. Yeah. Um, and um, basically, every time I did one, it took like a year out of my life, you know, like, <laughs> you know, to plan something like that. Right. Um, this time, I did not plan on doing a 40th, uh, but Malik called me and, you know, said, hey, man, you know, we got to do a 40th. You know, we got the new movie coming out. Sure. It's the 40th anniversary. I need you. And I said, well, look. I said, there's no way I have time to put on a convention. It's just not happening. I said, however, how about this? How about I hook you up with the guys that can do it and should do it? And I said, and that's Whorehound, you know? Awesome. uh, I said, you know, not only... You know, are they a magazine? 
Jamie Lee Curtis did was Horrorhound Weekend in Indianapolis. Yep. She loved them. She loved how well they ran the show. If there's ever a chance in hell we could get Jamie to do another one, it would be if Horrorhound was doing it, you know? Yeah, sure. Um, so they liked that idea too. So I hooked them up and it's been a little slow going. Um, just because, you know, when I did it myself, I just kind of did it. And, yeah. you know, this time around, there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen. Um, yeah. because you're dealing with, you know, Whorehound, Trancus, Compass International, uh, Universal, Blumhouse. Everybody has a stake in it because of the new movie, the old movies. So there's a lot of. Yeah, that's very high for this that, time. A lot of, a lot of, uh, things that have to be approved and this and that and that's what really kind of took uh, the longest just to get the thing launched you know we've been yeah. talking about it for a long time and people were starting to get nervous like is this thing happening is it not happening obviously absolutely happening but we kind of jumped into you know it, it kind of got to the point recently where it was like hey guys if we don't announce this freaking thing right now we're missing our window and we're this ain't happening and so yeah. we kind of just launched <laughs> yeah. and um and it was funny because Nathan was launched it but was like okay nobody's gonna know that we've put it up you know let's just let's work on here this is you know the, uh, just a few of the guests we talked about already Sean tell me what you think of the images and everything and I'm sitting there looking at it and I'm like okay you need to change that you need to know we need to add this person <laughs> And then all of a sudden, it was on the internet. The guests have been announced. I'm like, oh, yeah, shit. it was on the oh, Horror Hound page that they found it because they put a little link at the bottom of the page where it was like the H40. was like one of the stops, you know, for the um, the next few conventions with the dates on it. And then people started talking, and then it, you know, they officially announced it. I was like, man, they, yeah, people find everything, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. So anyhow, it was kind of. We, we kind of scrambled for the next few hours to get everything kind of tweaked and, you know, add some people that we had missed in the initial announcement that we wanted to be in the initial announcement. And then, you know, we've just been adding people slowly. Right. You know, the problem is, you know, we're pulling from 11 different films. <laughs> right. And, I mean, if you had three guests from each film, I mean, you know, how many guesses is that? Like, was a 33 right there? Yeah, I mean, it's nuts. I mean, it's, 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 uh, it's a lot, I mean, you know, it's a lot of guests. Yeah. And, you know, and, um, you know, everybody's reaching out to us. I mean, everybody. And, and we just can't bring everybody. Right. You just, you can't, you know. No, no. So, no. we're just trying to be, right now, we're just trying to get the important ones announced right away. Let's get, like, the key people locked in. Sure. And then let's just start peppering in the rest. And uh, that's kind of where we're at right now. I mean, there's still, there's lots of people confirmed we haven't announced. Um, it's just, um, you know, obviously one thing every promoter likes to do is to slowly roll out guests. Because it keeps the excitement going. Yeah. You know, it keeps people coming back to the website and checking. Oh, my God, did they add someone? Yeah, if you don't put them all out them. immediately. Right. Then... Then but, it's like, okay, there it is. Then it's and, all done. You know, but, you know, people, you got to keep yeah. them on their toes, especially if they already have it booked, and they're like, oh, there's still more stuff, you know. 
Yeah. I mean, here we are a month away from the Whorehound show in Indy, and like I said, I still have like six guests he hasn't announced. Right. You know, so he, you know he's keeping it the excitement building. And, you know, yeah, I, I dig cool. it. I think um, it's, it's brilliant. So you know, we'll be doing the same thing with the Halloween thing. I'm sure when Nathan is over here tomorrow uh, and Tuesday, we're gonna probably add a few more. Uh, but you know, again, this is a horror hound convention. This is a show being put on tra- by Trankus, you know, and horror hounds and compass and, and I'm, it's not my show. Right. I mean, I am involved. I am like kind of in an advisory role, but I'm sure. not profiting from the convention. I'm not, none of the money on tickets at the door is going to me. I'm, I'm just putting my people in it and helping them, you know, facilitate, you know, just showing them what I did and, Right. You know, kind of helping out because I personally feel that if you're an agent and a promoter, that's a conflict of interest. Sure, yeah, um, I agree with that. And so that's something that I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to cross that line because it, I wouldn't feel that it would be ethical for me to take a percentage of what my clients made at the show if I was also taking a percentage of what people were paying to get in the building you know what I mean absolutely yeah so so anyway so I just I'm making that clear to people that hey not my show <laughs> but I am involved um and then uh, I mean however though the Horrors Hall Grounds Tours that is a separate thing right. so it, it, when when I do that I will be profiting from that so that <laughs> has nothing to do that has nothing to do with the convention as well you should though yeah, yeah it, it's separate it's a separate event and uh, you know, connected to the convention, so sure. And that's something we're working on. I'm hope, hope, hoping I can have some real details on after our meeting uh, this week, because um, I have some exciting ideas of things I want to do that have never been done before. Right. Uh, but it's going to take an additional day. Um, so even though the, right now it, sh- it shows that the convention is the 12th to the 14th um the actual event itself the actual convention is saturday sunday that right. friday is going to be like you know either a horse hog grounds tour or maybe a vip party we haven't figured out what everything that's happening on friday right but the other event i want to do it, it would take a separate day so i'm trying to decide if i want to do that on monday or if I want to do that on Friday and do the bus tours on Monday. Right. You know, I know some people just jumped the gun and just started buying plane tickets as soon as they heard the dates. Yeah. But, you know, so I'm sure I've already <laughs> had some people tell me online, dude, I can't stay to London. I, bought, I already bought my flight. Right. No, I'm sorry. Uh, <clears throat> so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, and hopefully I'll get all that info out soon and, people can uh, make a decision on what they are and are not going to do but I will tell you this it is going to be a chock full of Halloween <laughs> hell yeah it's going to it's going to be you know if you're a Halloween fan you're going to be in heaven <laughs> that's what I'm hoping yeah for what it looks like you know it would be a a cool guess I don't know if he's done conventions before but Buster Rhymes would be pretty cool <laughs> I think that'd be awesome. Uh, yeah, I don't 
think that would ever happen. <laughs> Probably and, not. That's why it would just be so weird, but it'd be cool. And I think, I think, uh, I would be afraid to put him in a Halloween convention just because, like, so many people hated him in that movie. Oh, I and loved him so in that much, movie. There is so much hatred. I'll be, I, I, I'm glad you liked him, but I would say 99% of the people I've talked to despised him and thought he was the demise of the franchise oh my god so, <laughs> yeah um, see I loved Resurrection so, the whole thing was cool I mean you know it's more for like when it came out it was like perfect for the time like it's almost like a time piece like how it started being you know um, it's almost like MTV or something but it was cool it was a, it was different and I, I enjoyed it and I like him. I, I'm one of. I'm the one percent. I guess. You are. <laughs> not, a, not a very beloved film. Um, I mean, it's just not. I mean, uh, you know. I mean, the trick or treat motherfucker. You know. You know <laughs> yeah. So, uh, it's not one of the most quotable lines in a good way. I would have him so. sign that. I'd be like, "What do you want me to sign, man?" I'd be like, "Trick oh, or treat, motherfucker." I you know. I would have it find that too. I mean, I would, <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, man. I, I don't see that happening. But you know what? I'll try. But yeah, I mean, you know. I mean, I, I mean, it doesn't hurt to ask. You know, he may be like, yeah, man. I <laughs> that Michael Myers, man. Yeah. I'm going to come up here. You know? So, who knows? Yeah, I think it would be cool if you can get him. Maybe people will have a better... Have find some appreciation for him if they meet him. You know, some people you don't think, um, not that you don't like an actor, but when you see how they're with people, you're just like, this guy's really cool. You know, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna go ahead. Like uh, for an example, when I went to Texas Frightmare, um, I met Billy Zane, which he's gonna be a uh-huh. horror hound too. He's such an amazing person, you know. And you know, I didn't, you know, I usually plan who I'm gonna meet, what vendors I'm gonna do, and you know, I try to pre-plan everything financially, but when I saw how Billy Zane was interacting with people, I was like, "Screw it, I'm gonna go give him some money and get my picture and stuff." And uh, awesome dude, just super cool. I had like a greasy strangler beanie on, and he took a picture of me in the hat, and he was like, "I gotta take a picture of the hat. That's sick." And he's like, "You know, he's just a cool guy." So for those of you going to Horrorhound, definitely. Go talk to Billy Zane. He's really cool. Yeah, I, I, something tells me Buster Rhymes would actually be a really, really cool guy. I think so. I just don't. I <laughs> don't know. Yeah. Give it a shot at least. See, tell me what he says. Yeah. <laughs> See if him and LL Cool J will show up. Yeah, you know. Tyra Banks, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you can get the whole crew, yeah, and do photo op, uh-huh. yeah. I don't know who would go for that. Me, my one percenting ass will show up. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, yes, I want that photo op. But uh, what else do you got going on that you want to plug before before we depart here? Um, yes, I, not much more. I mean, I think we've kind of covered it. I mean, uh, yeah, just doing the convention thing. You know, trying to do the. Screen Factory stuff, and I mean, I, I don't, and, and helping out on this Halloween convention, I, I, I don't have much room for anything else. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, mean, I, have, I, I don't have much spare 
more time. Um, so having this weekend off, you know, while everybody was at Comic-Con was great. It Good. was nice to, to not have to have to go anywhere. So. Sure. Go see some concerts, you know, have a good time, meet some friends, and catch up with some some buddies. You know, that's pretty cool. So helps you clear yeah. your head and make you feel human, you know, for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to have real friends when you're, <laughs> when you're gone all the time. I mean, yeah. like, you know, I mean, it's uh, funny, my, the, the convention circuit is like the traveling circus. And <laughs> yeah. I, uh, that's where my friends are you know it's like yeah I, I see my friends random times during the year yeah um beyond that it's pretty much just me and my girlfriend and you know she travels with me and that's, oh that's cool that's my friend yeah right <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah my fiance are the same way you know we're gonna do press stuff she'll come with me and you know she had never done conventions I started pulling her to them and she's has a blast every time, so turned her into a bigger horror fan than she was. Just by doing, you know, she just loves the atmosphere of it, so that's good. Yeah. That's cool. But yeah, man. But yeah, uh, I don't, I, I've got much else, I don't think, I mean, unless you've got any questions. <laughs> no, I think I've, I think I got everything covered. Um, we appreciate everything you do, really do, you know, it all, it all reflects your, you're a pretty rad dude, and we appreciate everything. So, thank you. I appreciate being a rad dude. Thank you. <laughs> All my crap. I, I guess, uh, let's see, on Instagram and Twitter, it's at Malfunction, which is the word malfunction, but instead of T-I-O-N, it's S-E-A-N. So it's a great M-A-L-S. pun. M-A-L-S. What's that? It's a great pun. Yeah. Damn right. Um, it's just hard to tell people how to spell it. They always screw yeah. up. Um, but uh, so at, at malfunction, and then uh, you know Facebook and all that crap um, <laughs> on there. I don't know there's a horse hollow ground Facebook page. There's a I had to do a stupid Sean Clark fan page because I hit my <laughs> limit on, which is so stupid that they have a friend limit on Facebook. I don't get that. But yeah, I don't. Um, <laughs> then home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm I usually go to Toronto Fan Expo, but this year I'm 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 personally not going. I'm gonna take that weekend off. Hey, so. why not? There's a lot before that point, so you might as well. Yeah, I'll be pretty toasted by <laughs> that weekend. So. I bet. And there's this the same weekend as Horror Hound Indianapolis, there's this event in Atlanta an evening with Norman Reedus and Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Awesome. I will be at that as well. So I'm actually flying from Indianapolis to Atlanta to wow. do that and then going back to Indianapolis to finish Horror House. 
That's insane. <laughs> you yeah, don't know how you do I got, it, man. I, I got a lot of miles. Yeah. <laughs> Just in a weekend. Yeah. You pack a lot in there. All right. That's <laughs> what to do. That's what to do. Well, Sean, it's always a pleasure talking to you, and uh, we'll keep in touch and everything, and I will see you in Indianapolis. All right, brother. Take care. I'll see you there. Hey, you too, man. Thank you. One of the numbered was butchered. This is the wake. <laughs> Dumbass, don't know how to carry a pumpkin. Harold, you want mayonnaise? You want mustard on your sandwich? How about mayonnaise? <laughs> Let's do that again. Hold the up, 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 up. All right. And get that blonde nurse back in here. Or the sister. I'm all good. I'm an equal opportunity employer. Know what I'm saying? All right. And the interior of the high school, which Jamie Lee Curtis learned about. Um, I almost went into Elm Street. Learned about fate. Wrong movie. <laughs> so they removed the door for filming to make it easier access and better shooting possibilities. Mm-hmm.